Hey, welcome everybody. I just wait a little bit, try and see if uh, we get a few viewers in. Um, I'm a few minutes late, but it's more because uh, I went live from my page first instead of the uh, instead of my profile. So uh, uh, let's see now what happens hmm. so I'm guessing Tuesdays isn't quite uh, Tuesdays aren't the day for podcasts it seems but anyway whatever it is let's let's get on with it what's up everybody this is your boy bob rock and welcome to the b rock rc show a live podcast for the drifters by a drifter uh welcome to our our uh temporary new time slot uh i know usually it's uh, on a monday at uh, at half past nine but uh Yesterday was my my birthday, so we had a bit of a celebration, which is why I wasn't uh, around and didn't have the podcast uh, running uh, yesterday. So uh, I'm sorry for that, uh, but I hope you guys understand. Um, how's everybody doing? Um, hope everybody's well. Hope you all had a good weekend and a and a decent start to the week on a Monday. Uh, my my week started well because of my birthday. The week started off pretty good, so I'm pretty chuffed and uh, oh, looking forward to another good week. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome! Thank you for joining. Um, so just to remind everybody, I I did actually set up a a, a new page. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I set up a new page for uh, strictly for my podcast. Unfortunately, um, it's uh, doesn't have uh, as much uh, of a following <laughs> uh, as I'd hoped uh, just yet. Uh, I tried going live just now from my page, and uh, I don't think it had uh, much of a reach. Well, so like I, I've been rambling on for a few minutes uh, all alone there, which is so hilarious. But uh, yeah, guys. So I think this will be the last time I'm uh, doing a, uh, my podcast from my profile. From next week, please uh, go and check out uh, my page. Go and like and subscribe, or like and follow my page. Uh, switch on the notifications so uh, whenever my uh, podcast does come up you get a reminder and then you can actually just view it from the page rather than my my profile i think it will just help to to uh, keep all of my my shows in one place and and leave my profile for the rest of uh, uh, my rc stuff so i hope you guys understand Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, Stefan. Really appreciate it, man. Um, and it's all good. Really appreciate it. Hey, what's up, Wolf? Hi, Bo. Yes, that's right. Uh, I'm back. I mean, it's a Tuesday, but I'm back. Uh, 
<laughs> you know guys i i have to remind you haibo is not a greeting uh, traditionally <laughs> but i understand that uh, using it in a different context so it's all good oh was on the beat what's happening man for all the guys that's just joined in thank you so much for watching this is your boy bob rock and this is the b rock rc show a live podcast for the drifters by a drifter bringing you the world of rc drifting from well all over the world uh so we have a rather interesting uh episode for you today we got a little bit uh of some uh a few new products uh we address some issues regarding those products and uh, so we ask uh, some questions we 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 pose some questions to manufacturers out there so uh manufacturers uh, i hope this words uh, or these words get out to you and i hope that uh we will uh bring you some feedback so that you can use in your processes and uh, perhaps your future plans thanks wolf uh, appreciate it man yeah uh look uh, i think just for the moment and just to let everybody know that uh, i have set up a dedicated page to the podcast um because the viewership started off really 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 quiet uh, I opted to switch back to my profile, run today's show, and then just remind everybody that from next week I will be uh, broadcasting from my page. And hopefully by then, uh, it'll be a much better looking uh, podcast where I'll be able to show you videos, pictures, and just bring you a much more wholesome, uh, entertaining show. Uh, I'll still be bringing that same energy, that same asking those same questions. Uh, it'll just have a bit more context. So I hope you guys will enjoy that. Uh, let's see. Then we're also going to touch a little bit about the the second hand market. There's been a few uh, a few comments uh, in the second hand market that I I just want to address. And I think it's important for people to to understand where uh, sellers are coming from and what you as a buyer uh, should expect and shouldn't expect. So that's going to be quite, uh, I think that's going to be quite engaging. And then uh, bringing us to our feature segment of the show, which is track talk as you know i've started uh, a new segment uh, in the show called track talk where i feature rc drift tracks from all over the world so last week uh, i featured my own uh, home track here in south africa called uh, the ryogen drift circuit um, and as time goes by we'll revisit some of the tracks show you a little bit of action from there and uh, so it'll refresh your mind and then with the visuals i'm sure it's just gonna make it a much 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 better show so is everybody ready shall we get started with the with our first headliner um lastly if i could ask you guys please could you uh like and share the the podcast so we can try and get in more people watching and especially the new guys we really need the the newbies to be watching this uh, ideally 
uh, it's aimed at uh, the new guys. But of course, we have many, many talented and knowledgeable viewers in here who are able to share their knowledge as well. So it's it's very beneficial to uh, the guys, especially the newer uh, the newer RC drifters. So uh, I'm sure uh, a lot of you guys have already uh, seen the the teasers coming from our favorite new startup. Uh, mixed with old guys. Hey Omar, what's happening man? What's happening? Salam to you as well. Thank you guys for joining in. Don't worry Waza, I've got your back bro. I've got your back. I will hook you up. I will show you the ropes and alles, everything. So, our favorite, uh, our favorite teasing manufacturer, and the reason why I say teasing is because they they have created uh, uh, their own sort of trend when it comes to uh, teasing the globe with their new products. And I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. That would be RevD. Um, so their uh, their latest teaser was. Uh, a heavily pixelated body uh, however I think uh, for all of us in the know we were able to decipher what kind of body it was so it was an S chassis it looked very interesting and uh, our suspicions were correct uh, we weren't really suspicious to be honest but yeah we knew what was coming we just wanted to really see what actually it is so uh, it was revealed by uh, uh, Ravdi's, uh, I'd like to think of him as uh, Ravdi's uh, sort of spokesperson or we could we could call him uh, the Ravdi media liaison, uh, Takahiro-san. Takahiro so he presented uh, Ravdi's newest uh, product, which is the Wisteria 180SX and this thing comes with all the bells and whistles so basically uh, you know yeah, it's a body that comes with uh, a lot of the accessories a lot of the, a lot of the the specialized accessories that we that we look forward to like the wrap up next lenses uh the canards the little uh, extras the side skirts a very interesting looking uh, uh rear wing um uh, the one thing I did find uh, funny about the whole thing is that it doesn't come with the with the side mirrors. I mean, like the, you added all of the the cool stuff, you could have at least added the the side mirrors, you know. Uh, I must admit, though, it's it's a good looking body. It's something that I would definitely uh, want to add to my collection. Um, however, uh, well, I, I I think it's. Uh, they they put together a nice a nice package in terms of the body it's a nice looking body i know there have been some complaints that oh look it's just a pandora body uh for me personally i like pandora bodies i think they are awesome uh i i like them a lot decent detailing uh decent to good depending on which uh, which body you get and um they have a, they have a pretty nice range I think so it's it's the body and then the wrap up next with lenses and um, mm, I can't remember what else yeah the canards 
It's a good looking body. I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, personally, I, like I said, I, I'd like it. I'd love to add it to my collection because uh, I think it looks good. And uh, I think there's a lot of potential in there. So, you know, why not? If not, why not? My only issue is uh, the cost. The, the, this body is uh, is a premium costing body, so it's it's definitely not for for everybody. Um, I think uh, RC Model Shop out in the UK already uh, put out uh, some pre-orders with the pre-order price of about what was it? Mm, I think it was like about ninety pounds, if I'm not mistaken round about there 90 pounds so when i calculated it when i converted the currency into our uh south african rands it worked out to about a thousand eight hundred rands now that's excluding all of the shipping and customs and all of that so landed here in south africa it's going to yeah there we go approximately 100 euros so in SA uh, we can estimate it to round about two two thousand maybe two thousand five hundred rands which is hectic for us which is hectic 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 um, and to be to be absolutely blunt we are not gonna be able to afford that body here in SA, not in a hurry. There'll be maybe one or two guys uh, who'd. Uh, okay, look, there, there's a few us, uh, of us who can afford that body, but uh, it's about being realistic. It's yeah, it's too expensive. It's too expensive for the SA market. I can tell you already. Uh, however, it, it would be nice to get. So you never know. Let's see, Wolf says, I don't like this type of front splitter and the wide body kit. Um, okay, you know, uh, I can respect that. I can respect that. Um, these, the, these kinds of bodies, uh, obviously, and clearly, don't, aren't for everybody uh, or aren't to everybody's liking. And that's okay. We, the world is big enough there's so much uh, and so many interesting things in the world that it's okay if if not everybody likes the same thing, you know. So, uh, well, we have to wait and see. Now, would that would that manufacturers are gotta address this one point with you? The cost of the bodies. We gotta address this issue really some of your some of the pricing is like a bit ridiculous i understand i understand production costs all over the world has picked up i completely understand however i think a little bit more attention needs to be uh placed on on your customers your uh, there are many affordable uh, bodies out there however your your premium bodies are but too premium and 
I just feel like for certain markets, it, it, the pricing is right out and you want your, your products to be right out there, but not everybody can you know, can and is willing to pay the premium price. So what does it do for your bottom line? Won't that increase your production cost because your your cost for producing that premium body is up? because you're not getting enough sales so you need to pick the price up in order to cover up your costs so it's you know it's something that you you guys need to have a look at okay so wolf says i'm going for the addiction yaris dude you know what i i had a look at that body and it's amazing it's amazing i haven't checked out the um the pricing on it though uh, i'd imagine that it's going to be a little bit pricey but uh, it's it's such a beautiful body. Well, that kit is just out there, and it just looks fantastic. Um, yeah, I definitely I, I'll want to uh, add that to my collection of, of bodies. Wow. Okay, a hundred and thirty euros. <laughs> <laughs> I probably need to rethink that uh, that whole cost, cheapest. Uh, I didn't realize it would be that much. So it's actually more expensive than the <laughs> than the Rev D one eighty six. Okay, so hundred and thirty euros. Uh, let's see. At the current rate, the current rate is around about eighteen eighteen fifty. So. 18 rands 50 cents will buy me one euro so that 130 times 18 is is a lot so whoever's quick with maths whoever got that quick maths please uh, put a comment there in the in the sections there in the comment sections let us know what's that cost 18.5 times 130 let us know what that cost is and that's how much oh yes i agree definitely that that yaris is definitely better looking than the 180 sx uh i i will agree with that uh i like i like that new uh that new gr yaris because it has a very aggressive stance with all the flarings and the flared body and the and the canards and the wing definitely much more aggressive looking and uh, intimidating on the track i think you know if you if you in a competition and you've got the yaris behind you you you're just gonna feel it man if you didn't have if you weren't nervous then seeing that yaris on your tail i think you're gonna be <laughs> i think you're gonna be a bit nervous about that so yeah that's uh that's interesting so thank you for to all the guys that's just joined in uh if you didn't know now i'm gonna let you know now this is your boy bob rock and this is the b rock rc show a live podcast for the drifter riot drifter where we bring you anything and everything about the rc drift world from around the world okay so we have a cost okay 2405 2405 South African rands. Um, yeah, ne? yeah, I don't think that's, that's gonna work out for me. That, that is just way too expensive, way, way, way too expensive. Cheapest, 
<sighs> interesting okay well we're gonna maybe buy uh, a, a few uh, other bodies plus paint and still have change uh, with the cost of one uh, Yaris or one Rev D uh, but you know yeah it's nice it's nice having those nice things uh like how many of you guys would be would be willing to um go for that uh, for for the yaris or maybe the wisteria 180sx i think um the rvd the rvd sx uh like i said it's a it's a good looking body i mean i like it um uh, we could compare it to the the Pandora 180SX. Uh, what was it? Not the not the Wind God, the Thunder God. I can't remember which one. Uh, uh, I know they got the S15, but I always get confused as which one's the the Thunder God and which one's the the Wind God. But the 180SX, the the latest one that they released, uh, Pandora released, the one with the flarings and the canards and beautiful looking body so i suppose we could we could compare those two and then ask the question okay which one would you would you rather have the rvd or the pandora it's a it's a hard toss-up because both look good and one's one's a bit cheaper than the other so i suppose uh it comes down to preference really um and okay so one more time for the guys that just joined in this is the b-rock rc show a live podcast for the drifter by a drifter and uh we are talking about bodies and the cost uh, uh at the moment let's see still looking for a new pandora sx uh origin label ah uh, you know uh don's day here in sa had them <laughs> Daniel says none of them. You know, Daniel, you have a very specific taste with what you like and what you don't like. So why not let the world know what what you like? Ain't like the 180SX. Yes, yeah, yeah. You have mentioned that uh, a number of times that you don't like the 180SX. What body are you looking at uh, next? Let's see. In my Pascal says... Hey Pascal, by the way, thank you so much for joining in, brother. In my opinion, the new Pandoras are too expensive for the quality. Are you having issues with the uh, with quality, with the quality of the Pandora body? Hey Stacy, thank you so much for joining in. It's so nice to to see you on in the chat for my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for the support um it's so awesome seeing you here uh let's see perform okay so daniel says performance wise the 180 sx feels weird uh you know funny story about it and i just want to touch on this um a little bit uh there was uh, there was a new uh, uh, either a new guy or or some some guy who was in rc in the rc game for quite a while and uh there was a discussion about uh, about bodies and uh aerodynamics about the bodies uh and how does uh how does aerodynamics if it affects performance in rc cars and if i'm not mistaken it was either matthew tunks or andy 
No, I think it might have been. No, no, no. I stand to be corrected. It's uh, Matthew Tanks. So he replied to the gentleman that, you know what, actually, it does affect uh, performance and, and it does affect how the car reacts. Um, I don't know about uh, uh, you guys, but perhaps the more experienced guys can also chime in here. And uh, uh, for me, I have uh, noticed that uh, different bodies do feel very, very different when when you're drifting. You do feel a bit of performance, whether if if you're using a, a, a big wang, uh, <laughs> a big wang wing, or you are, uh, or you've got, an, uh, or you have a smaller, uh, a smaller, more compact body, like maybe the, the SX or the 350Z, something with a rounded uh, rear end, you know. Uh, or maybe you're somebody like me who prefers the the big body four door bodies. Uh, let's see. Daniel says the front feels super long and the rear super short and it feels bulky. Interesting. Um, I must admit I don't have any. I can't really comment because um, I don't have a, a, an SX that I can use just yet. Uh, I did manage to get my hands on an SX, which I, I need to finish up. And I will be showing you guys uh, progress on that 180 SX. Uh, man, it's a beautiful Yokomo 180 SX, but it's been butchered, man. And I didn't know it was butchered like that when I uh, when I saw the pictures and I bought it and I thought it could be fixed up ah it's like oh no it's fine you know I can I can sort this out it's fine but when I got the body oh, cringe cringe super cringe but I will show you guys progress on that and uh, hopefully we can get it fixed um, so that yeah that's that's me and the 180 SX so uh, what uh, what how which bodies do you guys feel uh, comfortable drifting uh, let me know in the comments and then uh, we can uh, have a quick little chat about that um, so it's around about 10 we just hit 10 o'clock and I did say in my earlier post that around about halfway sort of half an hour 45 minutes in well it's not yet 45 minutes in that I would be talking about my next uh, segment, which is the all-new segment of the B-Rock RC Show, which I have uh, labeled Track Talk. So welcome to the new guys who have just joined in. Um, I really appreciate the support and love seeing you guys pop up on the, on the chat as well. Uh, you guys made it just in time for this week's Track Talk. Uh, as mentioned in my other uh, uh, other posts uh, in previous days, and you've seen the uh, little teaser preview video that I posted the other day, um, this week's track talk comes all the way from Japan. So in the spirit of Japan, I'm going to speak uh, just a little bit of Japanese which I've uh, managed to learn and I pray that I remember everything and that I don't butcher this so I'm gonna try and say the, these next few lines with the utmost respect 
and uh, uh, don't laugh. But I know you're gonna laugh, but <laughs> don't laugh. I hope I don't laugh while I say it too. Okay, before we get to that, there's a few comments uh, from the boys which I I would like to read out. Uh, let's see. Pascal says he loves a 370Z from Tamir with the wide wide body. Yes, I agree. 370Z, beautiful body. I managed to get myself a 350Z. It's not Tamir, but it does look pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Wolf says he loves his Samurai RX-7 FC. Dude, I've been trying to get my hands on that body forever. So if you can, if you can link me up, that I really appreciate that. Daniel says JZX E92 Eurofighter. Oh, that's a nice one. F22 Eurofighter, even better. E46 wide body. This guy just, he knows his stuff. He knows all the awesome stuff. FC, FD, these are my favorites. Oh, what a lineup, dude. That is amazing. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm I'm like, woo, I'm with you there. Uh, let's see. Pascal says the JSSX indeed feels great. Oh, man, you know what? I, I My favorite body at the moment is the HPI Weld Overdose JZX 100. That's my favorite. Let's see. Rudolf says GD86 is my favorite for now. Okay, so to all the guys that just joined in, welcome, welcome, welcome to the BROC RC show. You have made it just in time for this week's track talk coming all the way from Japan. So like I said, um, I'm going to try and speak a little bit of Japanese for you guys. I've been uh, practicing a little bit. I'm a little bit shy about this, uh, so <laughs> I'm going to try my best not to butcher it. Um, so the idea of me learning a little bit of uh, Japanese, and I'm going to say specific for track talk, is because I'd like to learn a little bit of the language from the country that the track is based in. So just as a uh, in honor of uh, the the track and the country and the people so okay here goes welcome to this week's track talk coming all the way from uh, the track is all the way from Japan Hajimemashite Watashi no nawai wa Boboroku desu Yoroshiku I hope I said that right. <laughs> if I didn't, um, but my my good friend uh, Masumi-san is definitely gonna chew me up for that. So this week's track talk, after that introduction, comes from all the way from Japan, and uh, the track owner is RCC uh, Masumi-san. If you don't know her, you're gonna know her uh, pretty soon now. I posted up a few pictures of her posing with some of the uh, RC drifters uh, that's been visiting her check. Uh, and that's up on my page on the B-Rock RC Show page. So um, uh, I've asked her uh, a number of questions regarding her, uh, her beautiful track. And so I'm going to read it in sort of a conversational form here. So we all get to know this awesome track from Japan. 
Um, first question, obviously, we got to get the introductions out there. So, uh, so like, what what's the name of the track? Why that name? That kind of thing. So, um, she went for a very simple name. It's called RCC, Radio Control Circuit. So simple. Ha, Wolf, no, I did not order soup. That was that was actually an introduction. So basically introducing uh, uh, introducing myself, uh, my name, and um, and obviously uh, and nice to meet you. So welcome again, guys. Okay. So because because Wolf said that, and there's a few new people who just joined in. I'm gonna repeat uh, that little bit of Japanese that I uh, that I learned. Hajime mashite, watashi no namai wa boboroku desu. Yoroshiku onaigashimasu. See, there, happy now. Cool. <laughs> Can I move on now? <laughs> okay. So, with the introductions of the track. We gotta know where the track is. So just in case anybody uh, from overseas, any of you guys would like to tour Japan and visit uh, Masumi-san's uh, RCC track, it's located in uh, Okazaki city in Aichi. And again, Aichi, all of that is in Japan. Just so you know, FYI. Uh, and if you if you want to visit the track and drift there, it's not going to be an issue. Uh, sometimes it's open 24 hours, but she does uh, she does actually open from quite early till quite late. So like she's open from nine o'clock in the morning, nine a.m. right until eleven p.m. at night. So you can have a, you can go to work have a hectic day come back home relax shoot off to shoot off to the <laughs> Sheldon <laughs> shoot off to the to the track and make it in time have a good couple of hours session and come back so I, th I think it's fantastic that uh, that they have a track that's open for for such a long period from nine o'clock in the morning right until eleven o'clock at night I mean that's a good deal. I totally agree with you, Daniel. RCC is also on my list of uh, checks to, to visit. Um, so I asked uh, and uh, I asked Masumi-san, what's the check fee? So as you know, uh, all of these checks, they can't run on zero funds. They have to have funds somewhere to either maintain the track or pay for utilities, electricity, water, etc., etc. You know, so the track fees are 350 yen for an hour, and for the entire day, it's uh, 2100 yen. So I actually think that's that's a pretty decent uh, deal for the kind of facility that uh, RCC provides. A beautiful place, somewhere to chill out. You can drift there for an hour, you can drift there for the whole day. So I, I think it's well worth it. So guys, if you uh, if you are anywhere near Aichi in Japan, or you make a trip to Japan, definitely get out there. Uh, I know our friend James 
is uh, has been a regular visitor to Japan and RCC, and I'm definitely sure if you speak to him, uh, he will have uh, quite a few good words to say. Uh, also, by by Homi Asif, if you don't know Asif, then you really aren't in the <laughs> RC drifting world. Let's see. Daniel says it's roughly 22 euros. Yeah, 22 euros for the whole day. I think it seems it seems well well priced. I think. Um, so after like so, how long has she been? How long has RCC been running? And like, what kind of a track is it? I was very surprised to hear that the track is actually 11 years old. 11 years old that is an that is an incredible amount of time to be running a track uh, an rc track can you just imagine how much the track has seen if if it could just talk what stories would it say i mean that's that's more than a decade so it's probably seen everything from 50 50 right through to where we are now um uh, you know, in the the rear wheel drive world, and who knows? Maybe it's gonna it's gonna keep on keeping on. Um, imagine that eleven years old, uh, eleven years to be running an RC track. That's incredible. So we gotta give a, a a clap for that, really, an applause for running a, a an RC track, an RC drift track for that long, eleven years. Well done, Masumi San. Well, well done. Omedito. Yeah, that means congratulations. I remember that one. Uh, okay, so uh, you know how sometimes uh, RC drift checks are only open to certain people uh, or perhaps members only, club members only. You want to keep it a little bit more exclusive. Although in these times, um, I think that a lot of tracks, if if not most of them, have done away with uh, with members only with member only tracks. So uh, RCC is one of the those tracks where it's just open to anybody to come in, enjoy yourself, um, and you know the uh, the kind of person that uh, Masumi-san is. Um, she's like how can I put it. Uh, her whole character and the way she she carries herself and the way she operates the track it's like it's like going to a second home you know it's uh, it's such a it's such a warm place and, and an incredibly inviting sort of it's like it's like visiting a close close relative you know that's how uh uh, that's how uh, that's the feeling I get when I think of RCC and I think of uh, Masumi-san how she is and how the track is so it's definitely one of those tracks that you just have to be there you just got to be there and I, I can't wait for the day that I can go to Japan <laughs> and drift there I hope I get to do that uh, soon or well, at any time, but I, I, I hope I get to uh, get to drift there. Let's see, Rudolph says, I'm a little bit older than this track. Ah, please, man. Don't be silly. <laughs> a little bit older than the track. 
Well, you okay. Uh, I'll give you this. You look as though you're only just a little bit older than the track. Um, the surface, uh, if you if you interested about the surface of RCC, it's actually uh, an epoxy an epoxy uh, track over smooth concrete. So that's going to give a very um, that's probably going to be really uh, slippery. Uh, I don't know of a lot of epoxy tracks, but I, I think I, I have drifted on epoxy before um, at uh, a friend's workshop um, when they let us uh, have a small drift session in there. Uh, yeah, so let's say one day I need to visit Japan, says Pascal. Absolutely, bro. You know, I, I genuinely think that uh all of us from around the world whoever's uh, keen and able to we should connect and do a visit to japan and just tour the whole of J well as much of japan as possible and just hit all the different uh drift tracks i think it's going to be incredible 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 if we do that it'll be nice you know uh something that isn't uh uh like a world comp but just a, a just a social drift tour i think that'll be that'll be super super awesome um so i ha i really had to ask uh, uh masumi-san why open an rc track i mean what goes through a person's mind to open an rc track what what was your thought process behind it? What was the reasoning behind opening the track? So this is what Masumi-san had to say. Originally, RCC was actually uh, uh, a car workshop that catered to real drift cars. So that was originally that was the uh, the whole spiel, you know, the whole thing. That's what they used to do, real drift cars. And then they switched over to RC drifting when uh, it started becoming popular. And I suppose for for her that that worked out really well because uh, she made that transition quickly. And I mean, uh, the evidence is right there. She's been running it for 11 years. 11 years. I, can't, I still can't believe it. It's incredible. Um, and if you're worried about what facilities they have there, uh, just in case you're hungry and you don't know what the hell to do uh, and where to go, they do offer, there's a, there's a little food stall in there that sells uh, burgers. Uh, so at least you'll have something to, to nibble on whilst you're taking a break from your drifting and letting the, the batteries charge. And then at the same time, just socialize a little bit with the, with the guys there. Um, as you all know, running a drift track, an RC drift track especially, is not easy. Not easy at all. Um, so I had to ask, uh, how does she manage the, the challenges of running an RC drift track? And what kind of uh, challenges is she facing? And it seems that the biggest and uh, the only major challenge that she's facing is simply the cost of, of power, the cost of electricity. I don't know how it is for you guys uh, in, in the Europe and US and whichever other part of the world that you are, you are in, but here in, in SA, 
uh, electricity is a massive, massive issue. Uh, we we constantly facing uh, uh, issues with electricity, be it be it the cost or be it just the availability of uh, electricity. Okay, look, I I gotta be fair. Uh, it, we do have power all over. It just sometimes uh, there's issues with our our electricity provider, uh, and we have. Uh, they've set up this system called load shedding that uh, uh, that helps that supposedly helps them store electricity for other days that they can supply it's it's a weird thing and it doesn't always make sense but basically what it means is that um, certain parts of the country will get switched off for a certain amount of time in order to preserve or or store power so it goes up to like uh i think like level five or or something to that effect so what it means is like level two for example it means load shedding for two hours uh twice a day so for two hours two times a day the power gets switched off to your area it's so weird but anyway i don't want to take away from uh from track talk at the moment so uh just to recap challenges for for musumisan at rcc is the cost of electricity uh one of the common things amongst all uh, tracks and track owners is to obviously host um competitions just to uh, increase that competitive edge and get people to sharpen their skills a little bit quicker. Um, hey, Sandra, thank you so much for for joining in. Yeah, yesterday yesterday was very very nice. Uh, I actually just uh, it was quiet, uh, which which is totally fine with me. I spent it with my with my kids and my wife, and we went out for a for a massive supper that by the time we got home we were just sleepy because of <laughs> because of how much we ate uh well yeah all the cake got eaten jeez uh, i me and cake go together like this i never leave cake uh i will never abandon cake but that's a subject for another day <laughs> um so yeah, I asked uh, I asked um, Masumi-san about uh, competitions, whether they they host competitions at their track, and surprisingly, she says they actually they actually gave up competitions like five years ago. Hectic. Uh, thank you so much, Sandra. Appreciate it. Really, really appreciate it. And thank you so much for joining in. I think this is the first time I'm seeing you come up on the on the podcast. Thank you so much again. Um, yeah, five years ago, the last comp at RCC. Uh, so, and I think this is the reason why it was, uh, the last one was five years ago, was because there have been complaints about uh, the judging being too strict. And at the time, they didn't have uh, electronic uh, uh, judging tools like what they have now. 
like Yokomo uh, and their system or maybe um, DS Racing and their judging system so they actually gave it up uh, I suppose there's some pros and cons to that uh, the pro would be that uh, you you still get all your people coming in and joining in and and not complaining and then the con of that is well i mean there's no competitive drifting i mean you can only be so competitive when you're socially drifting with uh, you know with other guys but it is what it is uh, most popular chassis uh, out in uh, rcc or rather should i say most popular chassis used by uh, the drivers that visit rcc is you guessed it the yokomo yokomo yd2 um again that's proving to be a very very good platform a very easy to tune platform um and uh, a very competitive chassis whether it's a beginner or a pro that whole series of yd2 has really proven itself uh then i asked okay so what happens with new drifters uh or anybody new that's coming in how do you encourage or uh, accommodate for them at your track so what she what she mentions is that there's there's so many skilled and talented rc drifters that visit rcc constantly so the new uh, when they see new drifters coming in the the older more experienced guys go out and start and help the the newer guys they share their knowledge they make the space comfortable and less awkward and less tense for them to uh, drift at and this in turn gets the new guys to obviously return and stay in the hobby and that's a very very important uh, point to note um, um, yeah sorry I just got distracted for a second I'll, I'll come back I'll come back to that so yes we're talking about RCC how they accommodate uh, 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 new drifters at the RCC track so, like I said, Masumi-san, she has a lot of uh, regulars and experienced drifters that come in and they all help the new guys come in and uh, be comfortable and encourage them. And like I said, that's a very important point that we all need to, to take with us uh, when we're visiting the track. Don't forget that we were all at that one uh, place at one time. We were all newbies. Uh, we we all felt a little bit awkward when we got to the track at some point and we all like sort of stood around you know looking around trying to find somebody to sort of take notice of us and say like please help me I don't know what the hell is going on I need some help so it's it's nice that uh, they have people there uh, or Masumi-san has people there that uh, you know do this for the new drifters okay so i really gotta go back to the comments here there's some there's some really beautiful comments that i absolutely got to got to go back so my good friend sandra says i think it may be my second time on the podcast now i see that it was a mistake to miss your show it's not a mistake it just you know life happens 
I'm going to do my best to attend more often. Doing a great job, my friend. Thank you so much, Sandra. That really, really means a lot. I know Sandra uh, from for many, many, many years now. We were actually teammates under under the Asia Tees uh, banner. We've been teammates for a long while, a long, long while. She also has some some fantastic uh, content, uh, and they got their own channels as well. So please, if you see her on the chat, please go back to her name, click on it, click on the profile, and go follow her. Go follow her exploits. She's a fantastic, fantastic person, and I must add, she's also a fantastic chef. So, so you really, you guys really want to want to follow uh, follow her. Brilliant, brilliant uh, content on our pages there. Assad, my bro, as everybody knows, Assad is the man behind RC Team Jordan and the absolutely brilliant beast mode chassis. So welcome uh, again, Assad. I love you too, man. Uh, you are the man. You are the man. And we have my boy, Russian who's been uh, one of my uh, pillars of strength at the East Coast RC Drift Club, my club uh, and our club. And uh, he's actually my voice of reason and uh, the man that puts me back on the road. <laughs> he tells it to me straight, like how it is and how it should be and not and he tells me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear. So <laughs> thanks, bro, for joining in. Okay. Uh, the next question I asked Masumi-san was her favorite moments. Her favorite, favorite moments. So, uh, and this is something that I've asked uh, all track, drift, uh, track owners. Um, what, you know, you, you own a track, there has to be some point that's you know absolutely blows your mind and something that resonates with you and stays with you forever so what is masumi said what are your favorite moments and she said and this i find uh, very very interesting and it's something that really really uh, resonates with me is uh, she says her favorite moments are when she gets visitors and drifters from all over the world visiting her like every six months or or every year now how awesome is that you see that just shows um uh, the kind of person that uh, masumi-san is that she places an uh, a value to people rather than things so there's a big value placed on the track and the track being a, a, a magnet or a focal point for bringing people together but the glue that holds it all together is just the the, the love uh, for the hobby the passion the love and passion for the hobby uh, and the love for having people around and just uh, showing them a good time and and giving them uh, and showing you know the words escape me but it's basically just to show them how much they are appreciated at uh, for visiting her track and how much she values the uh, you know the the visit 
uh sandra oh my i didn't expect it. thank you so much now and now i'll stop commenting not to just no 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 don't stop commenting <laughs> please don't stop commenting please continue i feed off your energy so if you stop commenting it's like then my energy goes low so i need you guys to comment and and i love seeing the comments because i love interacting with my audience you know um Russian, yes, my man, I will keep it up. Uh, definitely got uh, taking your advice with some of the, the things that we, we spoke about uh, the other day. Uh, some really, really good ideas. So, guys, for all of you watching, uh, be sure to watch the page. The B-Rock RC Show page is up. I'm going to share it, constantly share it so you guys know. Next week, the live, brought, uh, the live podcast is going to be on my page. If you haven't um, already liked the page, just search Facebook for the B-Rock RC Show. It's going to have the same logo that I post up all the time. Uh, but in the comments after the podcast, I'm going to put the link in so you guys will uh, see that. Um, yeah, that was... Masumi-san's favorite moments, having people come and visit. Um, and you can tell by that that she's she's a people's person. Also, also, I must add that she's actually a very good RC photographer. Which gives me another idea. I think I should, I should get some words from another amazing RC photographer, which I think some of you guys know her name is Rodi, Rodi Takahashi. So uh, keep your eyes out for that for for one of those uh, segments there. Yeah. Um, okay, so future plans for the track for RCC and her track. Uh, it's very simple. She wants to be the longest, longest running track in Japan. And you know what? I think she can definitely do it. With the, with the kind of person that she is and the kind of track that she offers and the kind of space and atmosphere that she's created, I, without a doubt, I'm confident that her track will run for the longest, longest time. And obviously, uh, again, this goes back one more time to what I keep on saying is support the local track. Um, yeah, Rob, Rob was waiting for that. Her shots are awesome. I absolutely agree. Um, and I've, and I'm sure you've seen one or two, uh, uh well, at least one picture I posted up, uh, from, uh, Masumi-san, what she sent to me was one of her favorite moments. Um, and she took this fantastic shot of this this cars uh, in in tandem and again like uh, i think uh, uh, what rob was referring to was uh, rodi takahashi and her uh, her rc images are amazing amazing i would feel incredibly incredibly honored if i got my car shot by either masumi-san or rodi uh, i think they are fantastic fantastic well done guys well done awesome 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 job um okay so if you guys want uh, want to follow up and know a little bit more about rcc and masumi-san herself uh she has her own facebook page with just search for rcc matsushita 
It's R C C M A T S U S H I T A. Matsushita. Yeah. Uh, her IG, her Instagram is RCC Yomechan. Y R C C Y O M E C H A N. And you can also visit her website at http backslash backslash rcc hyphen the, the number one dot com so i will i will post up her links uh in the comments as well once the once the podcast is over and you guys can also follow uh, rcc and uh, masumi-san and also uh see what i see in her which is this amazing warm welcoming friendly bubbly always smiling just fantastic person um, and she's been teaching me the japanese uh, and i've got so much more to learn she's given me a whole lot of literature uh, a whole lot of stuff to learn uh, even to learn uh, how to write in japanese and uh, uh, yeah she's she's such an amazing 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 person uh, with a fantastic track so if you guys ever get to go to japan be sure to look up masumi-san and rcc out in okazaki city aichi so that concludes this week's uh chat talk i really hope you guys uh, enjoyed this uh, this feature of uh chat talk uh, I will definitely be bringing you more tracks from around the world. And if you guys are hooked up with uh, with other tracks and other track owners, please could I ask you to forward me their details or perhaps ask them to contact me directly. I would absolutely love to feature the tracks from around the world. So this week, uh, sorry, last week we had uh, my my track from my hometown Durban South Africa this week we had a track from the Far East uh, in Japan so next where shall we go let's hear it anybody in the comments where would you lay which track can we can we go to next something in Europe something in the in the Far West what do you guys think? What uh, which track would you guys like to uh, hear about next? From from which part of the globe? Uh, let me know in the comments, and uh, I will bring you a track from that part of the world. Just so you know, I've I've had I've had really really good responses from um, uh, from you guys and from tracks, and I have a whole bunch of tracks. That I need to to feature, and um, if I get more, I'm gonna have to do two tracks uh, at uh, uh, during one podcast, which I'm super super stoked about. Uh, okay, so Assad says Tanamasi in Arizona, and Rob says Pacific Northwest. Uh, Pascal, uh, yes, bro. I know, I know. So I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to get a feel of who's gonna win this race. Whether it's gonna be a request from uh, from checks uh, out in the far west, U.S., Canada, that kind of area, the North Americas, 
or is it gonna be Europe? Ha ha ha! Let me know, guys. Let me know. Where would you like to? Uh, where would you guys like me to go? And depending which country it is, I shall be speaking. I will make it a point to speak a little bit of that language. It doesn't matter what language it is. I'm gonna learn it. Like today, I learned and I gave to you a little bit of Japanese, which I'm very proud of. And I'm, uh, I don't think I'm gonna forget what Japanese I learned. I better write it down so I definitely won't forget. Um, so who knows, maybe a little bit of Spanish, Portuguese, French, German, uh some swiss maybe a bit of the language from sweden or maybe norway um i don't want to try accents because uh, i think that might offend a few people uh, but personally i love accents and the one accent i absolutely absolutely love is the irish accent for some odd reason uh so you know maybe okay so very interesting i got i got two comments for america i've got one for the far east and i've got another two for europe interesting interesting so so far it's pretty much oh okay asad throws another one in the mix so that's three for europe um you know, you know, Sandra, funny enough, funny enough, I actually have a friend um, out in, uh, out there where you suggest, uh, Rudolf, yeah, you know, I'm talking to you, bro, and he's been teaching me uh, a few words uh, of Polish, so, <laughs> so that's going to be... That's going to be a whole lot of fun trying to pronounce, uh, trying to speak a little bit of Polish. I did learn a few words. It's, 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 um, it's actually not that bad. I think the spelling of the Polish words is a lot more uh, intimidating <laughs> than how than how to speak the language. And I've always been someone who tries to speak speak correctly so or try to pronounce words and names and languages correctly so i think and besides that i love languages i love learning languages even if it's just uh, a few words of the different languages uh greetings hello how are you that kind of thing at least something to get me by if i ever happen to, to visit those tracks so sandra says come to warsaw poland to drive on our track for a bit and eat some I'm not going to pronounce it because I don't know how to pronounce it and I need to hear how it's pronounced before I pronounce that word. <laughs> I'm not going to butcher it. I am not. You tried to suck me in into that. Uh, hey, hey, what's happening, Steve? Uh, as you, as I've mentioned in my other podcast, Steve was one of my my drifting stalwarts in uh, uh, at my club at uh, Team ECDC, and he's moved to be with his family out in the US. So he's out in Ewing, New Jersey. Um, if you, if there's anybody out there in New Jersey, 
uh, please could you let me know if there's any tracks out there uh, oh wait that reminds me uh, my friend Rob Fischeri Rob Fischeri actually is in New York also uh, Steve I'll speak to him and I'll ask him where's the closest track there and then I'll get back to you Rob make a poll for your next for your checklist and we vote for it then we go on to the next that's a brilliant idea brilliant I can always count on you my man oh 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 oh, oh, oh. and also would that would that rob has has actually given me some really really interesting info about the goings on in his uh, end of the world and uh, he feels very strongly about it and it's something that needs to be told so he has a story that needs to be told and uh, i have the honor of telling that story uh, so i think i will i will definitely definitely do that I'll, so i'll definitely be bringing you that story i think that thing that story needs its own podcast or by the way by the way let's see who impossible to read i always end up in the ladies obviously <laughs> i know i know a polish polish looks when it when you write it down and you and you read it you like cannot make sense of it but then when you learn it uh, when you hear it they're like oh is that how it reads <laughs> so uh you know uh i'm actually looking forward to to speak in a bit of polish yes Sandra, he he has taught me um uh all very good words uh shoot which i can't remember right now but i'm gonna go back learn it properly and then speak it two votes for warsaw then yeah i think uh, what's gonna happen is that i'm gonna set up a poll on my page uh with the uh, tracks or maybe uh parts of the globe or maybe countries that you'd like to see uh or hear about a, a, a feature on and you guys can vote and we'll do that thanks asad um i'm definitely going to hit up some of these uh, tracks here because i don't think i uh, i've had anybody from those tracks uh, contact me or, or just inquire if they'd like uh, a feature or not so that's gonna uh, i'll i'll definitely hit you up on that i'll just need a bit of assistance with that yeah rob um so the story that that rob has to tell is a very touchy subject and it's gonna be a little bit controversial um it it's going to ruffle a few feathers and uh, I don't know uh, how people are gonna feel uh, feel about it, but uh, I think it's definitely something that uh, I won't say needs to be told, but for some people they need to hear it because I I, I believe that there's a bit of misconceptions. Or some misunderstanding about who what when and why and this story will definitely clear up all of that and actually reveal 
the truth about some toxicity in uh, the RC drifting community out there, out there. Wait for it, never a good time. But it's important in the matter of keeping Jeffrey fun and yes, some need to hear it. It's blasphemous. Yeah, I agree. But we're going to hit you up. We're going to give it a, a special, special podcast. I think that's going to be uh, a one-off uh, podcast dedicated solely to this toxicity uh, uh, that went on there. And it's definitely something that needs to be addressed. And oh my God, what did I do? Ah, there we go. All right, all right, all right. Wait, 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 wait. There was another. Uh, just to go back, Assad. Yes, I, I've spoken to uh, Young already. Uh, I've got him listed, and uh, I think he has given given me a response. I just need to go back and check whether uh, I've got it or not, or whether I actually did it. But I know I did speak to him about it. Nah, Rob, don't be hard on yourself. That's my job. I, I'm the one who's hard on on them themselves for. Uh, and I do that for the whole world. <laughs> so that's my job. Okay, so I'd like to round off um, uh, the podcast now because I think I've been talking for a, a long while and I'm sure you guys are getting a little bit sick of <laughs> listening to my voice for today. Um, there's, uh, you know, uh, earlier in the podcast, I addressed the cost of uh, of bodies or should I say some of the new bodies that's coming out um and this it, it it should have rolled over to to this next part that i'm going to talk about which is the second hand market uh, i'm just going to touch on this uh, a little bit because i'd like to give it a little bit more attention uh, after doing a little bit more research so the second hand market guys Especially some of the new guys, and there, there's some there's some big egos out there. I've seen posts uh, where guys are putting up like uh, hopped up uh, Yoko's, uh, hopped up other brands of chassis, either rollers or almost ready to run or ready to run. And at what I what I and many others see as uh, a fair price and and then you get some people who just come out and absolutely disrupt the whole the whole post by by alleging that these prices are completely out out there and they start laughing and sending the ha ha reacts to the post and i gotta i really gotta address it because it's a little bit uh, annoying now guys if you if you take into account the cost of your basic chassis and then the cost of the upgrades and then the cost of the electronics for example look at what they're putting into the the, the car some of these uh, these items are maybe a few months old or maybe barely used or maybe uh, or maybe a year old but look at the brand look at the model and then look at the cost of what they're offering do your own research and go and see the cost of doing what uh, what the poster has done already and presented it with a certain price and then go and start laughing about it it's frustrating you guys need to remember that some of a lot of us have invested heavily in the 
of it and the chassis and unfortunately uh, either due to life uh, due to life or whatever circumstance that uh, that come along uh, they had to get rid of it or they had to sell it up and the price they're asking is completely fair so guys you know you need to open your eyes and and realize that uh, there's there's a lot of money spent and they're asking for sometimes like not even half of it back so just think about it the next time you you want to laugh react to one of these sale posts please just go and do the research before you uh, make assumptions which leads me to my last my last point for the podcast and um, and this is actually a special mention uh, that I that I feel uh, I need to do. Um, so we all know that recently uh, a heavy earthquake had hit uh, certain parts of uh, Japan, and especially the city in which um, the world famous Ebosu circuit uh, is located. And many of you would have seen the the insanely hectic damage that Ebusu Circuit has sustained, and it, it's it's heartbreaking for all of us who love drifting so much, and love watching the action from Ebusu, uh, and have dreams of visiting Ebusu and and drifting at the track, even if it's just visiting. But just being there, just saying that, you know what, I have been to Ebusu Circuit. Um, it's heartbreaking to see the, the damage uh, that's sustained there. The one portion of the circuit is completely, completely damaged. Uh, most of the, the roadway, most of the circuit is, is completely cracked and actually needs to be uh, stripped and, and redone. Um, so... Uh, Ebuso Circuit uh, on their Facebook page have set up uh, a fund, have set up a, a, a link fund for anybody who feels uh, like they want to help but they're not able to get there. So you can go uh, click on the link and then you can donate however much you can and willing to uh, donate. And if you, you can and are able to, I would humbly ask that you you go and you click on the link click on uh, go to facebook search for ebuso circuit click on the uh, the support link and you know uh, donate whatever you can and whatever you feel like uh, you feel like giving to help repair that track um, track repairs have been uh, estimated at uh, more than two million dollars so I'm sure every little bit helps. So if you're one of the lovers of RC drifting, uh, real drifting, the Ebusu circuit, the uh, Japan Formula D, um, the grassroots drifting drift school at uh, Ebusu, um, and and just generally, if you feel something for the circuit and and you are able to, I would. I would uh, suggest you just go to the page and and donate uh, a little bit towards the repairs of the track. So 
you can see that now you are officially part of that track and you have to rebuild uh, Ebuso circuit. Uh, yeah, man, we, we, I think around, around the world, we want to see the track rebuilt. We want to see it back up and running again. Uh, and same with, with all of the, the drift fans out in Japan and Ebuso circuit themselves. I'm sure they don't want to close, you know. So please, any, any sort of help will, will help. Uh, any sort of help would help, would be of great help to them. <laughs> Sorry, I just got tongue tied there. Okay, so to recap on today's episode of the B Rock RC show, we spoke about Rev D and the Wisteria 180SX and how I love it. Some people love it, some people don't love it. The cost of it, which is a bit much. And that rolled all over into a very, very uh, a wholesome, wholesome conversation about bodies and who likes what and what works well. And then we went a little bit into performance of different bodies. Um, and then we rolled over a little bit into just some suggestions to manufacturers what what they can and, uh, and perhaps just to heed some of the advice. And on this week's track talk, we also touched on uh, one of the one of the best best RC drift tracks out in uh, uh, Japan, and also a very old running uh, track, which is RCC, owned and run by my good friend Masumi-san, um, and she's also given me some uh some links some of her social media links to follow so i'm going to share uh, that with you guys uh, once my podcast is over you please go follow her follow the track um uh, to get all of the action it really is a beautiful beautiful track and she's just a beautiful uh, an awesome awesome person yeah, rcc is definitely a bucketless uh RC drift chat to visit. Uh, and then lastly, we rounded that off with a little bit of uh, the second hand market, but I'll bring you guys a little bit more about that. And also, um, episode circuit and the help that they need. Uh, so please go and check out, search for episode circuit on Facebook. In fact, what I'll do is I'll post a link to a uh, to episode circuit page where you can go and uh, donate whatever you can and willing to uh, and uh, even if you can't, uh, just show, go, go there, post on the page, show support that, uh, you know, we are with you and we, we want the track to be saved. So, yeah, go and do that and, you know, show them that we are with them. Uh, that even though we are halfway across the world, we still love and feel for Everso Circuit. And lastly, I will be... Um, uh, well, not lastly, second last. Uh, I will be posting up a poll on my page. Uh, with what, what track would you want to see featured next? Uh, a track from the US, a track from Europe, another track from uh, Japan, perhaps another track from South Africa. Uh, we have another amazing, amazing, beautiful track that's uh, constantly being worked on uh, in SA. It's a fantastic, fantastic track. And that is definitely a bucket list track for you guys to visit as well. 
uh, here in SA. I'm not going to reveal anything just yet. I want to get a feel of what you guys want to see next time. Um, and then just to remind everybody once again, uh, I have set up a, a dedicated page for the show. So next week, the show is going to be uh, live from the page. So if if you guys do enjoy the show, please go and like the page so that you can uh, and turn on the notifications so that you guys can be alerted to when the uh, the podcast is going live next, which will be next Monday at half past nine, South African time. Just remember the date, set an alarm on your phone so you know exactly what, uh, what time it is. Uh, I don't know, Google it. <laughs> the time difference to where you are so that you make sure you uh, you catch the show even if it's just a few minutes thank you for your support i really appreciate it you are the reason why i am doing this show you encourage me every single every single one of you uh who comes in uh, even if it's just popping for a minute or two you are the reason i keep doing this every week and i appreciate it so so much thank you for joining in and thank you for the support uh i will see you again next time so just quickly to remind you the b-rock rc show has a page please go and like it i will share the link onto my profile as well i also upload all of the episodes onto my uh uh, YouTube channel which I then post the link as well so if you guys want to go back and um, and see little bits of uh, of previous uh, podcasts I have the whole of season one on YouTube so you can catch season one of the the B-Rock RC show and the current season two which is an upgrade of uh, season one and hopefully we can upgrade it further also i am working on some merchandise for the b-rock rc show uh just some some simple stuff some some nice interesting t-shirts with a few catchphrases highball and 100 percent bro so <laughs> you guys uh once that's ready uh, i'll let you know and if you are keen on uh, buying a, a shirt um you know although all the funds is going to be put into the show buying better equipment and just making <clears throat> excuse me just making the show a whole lot more better and more entertaining for you guys uh and also you'll be able to own a little bit of the show you know so that'll be that'll be show sweet um yeah Thank you once again to everybody for joining in on uh, this week's episode of the B-Rock RC show. Yes, Sandra, definitely. Uh, I'll definitely be doing stickers as well. Uh, just working out the details there, getting the designs done, and uh, I'll definitely be uh, putting those up as well. Um, so, yeah, once again, thank you so much for all the love and support uh, for the show. Really appreciate it. Be sure to catch me on all social media, Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube, 
Instagram, my handle is at, be, at Bob underscore rock. If you follow me, I follow you back. Uh, until we meet again, guys, next week, same time, same time on the page. Just remember, on the page, the B Rock RC show. Got it? Good. Uh, like, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. It's so silly. I don't know why. I just. I don't know, I'm just trying new things, <laughs> hopefully to make it a better show, you know. But yeah, thank you once again, everybody. I'll catch you next time uh, at half past nine CAT, I think that's Central African time or South African time. Uh, share the link, get your friends to, to join in and watch. And you guys take care, stay safe, and I'll catch you again next week. Cheers. Peace.